Welcome to your inner radiance, your new go-to for self-love practices, yoga lifestyle inspiration, and Ayurvedic tips to support you to uncover your inner radiance. Hey, welcome back to Your Inner Radiance. I'm excited to be recording again. It's been a little while, but I try as much as I can to follow some of nature's major cues. And winter time is the time that nature tells us to be more quiet, do less activity, be more reflective, and I was pretty busy at the end of last year finishing up graduating with my Master of Science in Ayurveda and Integrative Medicine. And then I led a wonderful women's retreat in Mexico. But I took as much time as I could, mainly the month of January, to try and really rest a bit and listen to the signs of the universe, to my body, and see what really wanted to emerge for me this year and so I've recently been planning a whole lot of events pretty much my whole year is now planned and now I'm starting to put it all out there and some themes that have been coming up for me are my commitment to my embodiment practices which have evolved over the years really began with yoga in my teens and have expanded to mean any kind of practice that helps keep me in touch with my body in my body embodiment feeling my body listening to the messages from my body connecting my mind with my body and my breath these are the essential tools for me in staying present, staying resilient, uh, managing stress, managing my anxiety, sleeping well. So these are the main things that I am so passionate about teaching. And of course, with the addition of Ayurveda, the vital knowledge, the knowledge of life that I've been teaching and now seeing people one-on-one with consultations, leading Ayurveda trainings, courses, and incorporating it into my teaching, my yoga immersions, my yoga teacher trainings, my retreats. And there's uh, a yoga and embodiment teacher whose focus is really on energetic alignment and how embodied practice can heal our world and heal us individually and I love the things I'm learning from her. She's a friend and colleague, a teacher to me, Michelle Nayeli Bouvier. She was a guest here on the podcast a little while ago and I'm excited because her and I are teaming up this year in something. She's actually invited me to be a guest teacher on an event she has coming up February 21st through 24th which is all about alignment And I'll be sharing about Ayurveda's wisdom on aligning with the sun and the moon and the daily rhythms. And speaking of alignment, which is so related and connected to yoga and to embodiment, 
I was really inspired by an article she just wrote. It's called Alignment. And it inspired this podcast. I'm going to share some of the themes. I'm going to read from it. I'm going to add some of my thoughts. Uh, And alignment is, you know, something that I have heard the word so often in the world of yoga over the years, often with just this sense, especially in my, you know, younger years of yoga, that alignment is some state we're trying to achieve in our yoga practice of a, a certain right way to place our body. And I've learned over the years that there is no right way or wrong way. And then alignment is so much more than how we stack our muscles and bones. And Michelle's recent article, Alignment, expands on how much more there is to alignment and how it relates to every aspect of our life and not just where our body is in space, although that's also an important element. Her article shares that alignment often refers to the state of the relationship between body, mind, and heart, the connection to our authentic self versus outside expectations, congruence between our thoughts, intentions, and actions, living in harmony with our core values and beliefs. We've often been asked, I think, in various uh, circumstances in life, is this aligned with your values? Alignment refers to the state of the harmony within our relationships, our physical structure and movement practice, as I mentioned, harmony or lack thereof between our mind, emotions, and embodiment, our alignment with nature, and feeling connected to our soul purpose. So I love these definitions of alignment, and there are many. She says navigating through these layers can seem daunting, yet there's a foundational starting point, alignment within ourselves. This internal harmony connecting body, mind, and heart each day is where life alignment begins. And this, for me, is what I know from my personal experience of using these practices every day, my yoga practice, my movement practice, my breath, my meditation practice, to keep me grounded, to help me navigate all of the busyness of life, the traumas of life, the stress of life. And also this coincides with what I've been studying, the wisdom of Ayurveda, which says that our body is incredibly intelligent, innately wise, and our body is always guiding us and sending us messages and how to live and how to eat and how to use our energy. And that so many problems in our world, health problems individually, problems between relationships and families and communities stem from a lack of connection between our mind and our body. And much of the past, you know, several centuries of industrialization and moving more and more to a sedentary lifestyle, to working on the computer, to using devices and conveniences all the time has contributed to this disconnection of our mind to our body. And so much of modern science, as well as the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda and yoga, is showing us from so many angles that this is the answer, this connection, connecting 
our incredible brain, our cognitive functions, to the wisdom of our body is how we will heal ourselves at individual and collective levels. And so Michelle goes on to speak more about this. She says, we tend to think that our cognitive functions are in full control, steering all our other biological systems. And she had mentioned in this article that the cognitive system, our mind, is just one part of our nervous system. And the other important parts include the reptilian system, which is that autonomic nervous system, that division of our parasympathetic and sympathetic states, which we know of as our rest and digest and our fight or flight state. And then there's the enteric system, which governs our digestion and all our physiological coordination. And our limbic system, which is our emotions, our emotional system. And so there's these four aspects of our nervous system to consider, our enteric, reptilian, and limbic systems, and our cognition. And so much of what we are taught in school, what we've been led to believe as a society is that the brain is the king, that cognition is what's running the show. But actually, what Michelle says, the scenario is quite the reverse. In reality, our cognitive abilities are just a small part of a much larger picture. And that the body actually sends far more information to the brain than the other way around. An interesting fact she shares, our interoception, which is our internal felt sense via nerve endings in fascia, sends six to eight times more information to the brain than our retinas. Our body is the ground of our sensing the world and the ground on which all the other levels of organization begin. Our enteric nervous system, our reptilian and limbic systems are all rooted in, in embodiment. They are all the soil for clear, connected cognition. A beautiful thing is that although this has been ignored for so much time, this importance of the connection between our body and our brain, it is now being studied in so many contexts. And what these studies are showing is the integral vital association between interoception and empathy and how our ability to be connected to our own body our own sensations is intimately connected with how we connect to other people and another interesting thing she shares in this article this is actually a quote she shares and it says that misrepresentations of internal states or a disconnect between the body's signals and the brain's interpretation and prediction of these signals have been suggested to underlie conditions such as anxiety, depression, panic disorder, anorexia, bulimia, post-traumatic stress disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, Alexithymia, which I had to look up, and it means disconnection from our emotions. Often um, people with autism have this. Somatic symptom disorder and illness anxiety disorder, which is like another name for hypochondria. So there are all these studies connecting these conditions with this misconnection and disconnection of our mind to our body. And 
what she shares in her article that's exciting is that we're only at the beginning of a revolution in what science will discover in looking deeper into our fascia, our body, and its revelations around the linkage of our body and mind, perhaps even beyond what we know of as mind. And this reminds me of a beautiful book, kind of an older book that I like called Body Mind, as it's one word, and it's changing this perspective, this definition of our body versus our mind, and showing that our mind is not the same as our brain, and our mind feels and thinks and senses not just from this organ of our brain, but from all of our organs, our skin, all our nerve endings, that our mind, the way that we perceive the world is through this holistic whole being perspective. And then we can add to this, she shares hundreds of studies that reveal a related powerful truth our inner emotions are contagious affecting those around us on a physiological level as evidenced by heart rate variability and neuroendocrine markers. This is a profound reminder that our stress, feelings, and the entire spectrum of our inner experiences ripple out touching all our interactions and closest relationships like our children, friends, partners, pets, clients, and colleagues. And I know this so well, like how, how much I'm affected by the emotional state of my close loved ones and also of the world. Like when we're in times of great stress, we all felt it during COVID. I think many of you, my fellow listeners, feel it when we hear about things like war in the Middle East and how deeply that affects our emotional states, our nervous system states. The state of our inner world doesn't just stay with us. It radiates outward, influencing everyone in our orbit. Any idea of separation is simply that, an idea, not reality. So just as we know that we are affected by the people around us, by the community and by the the greater world community, how we are feeling inside is also rippling out. And it's beyond just the things that we say and do. It's our actual emotional state has been measured to affect the beings around us. And the point of all this is to say that our embodiment practice helps us to bring harmony to this connection between our brain, our body, our heart. And this is what aligns us with who we want to be with our values, aligns us with nature, aligns us with the good way we want to be in the world. And as Michelle says, mindful embodied practice supports the processing of our inner lives and helps us find clarity and meaning in the twists and turns of our unique path. Keeping this cycle in flow allows us to find our inner alignment, which is a living, changing dance of intimacy within. So this is how we connect, again, embodiment, our movement practice. And let me say it's beyond movement. Embodiment is also, for example, yoga nidra, guided relaxation, feeling various parts of the body, focusing on specific parts of the body, and even the focus of breathing, connecting to the sensations of our breath. These are all embodiment practices. And when we are consistently, regularly practicing 
these kinds of things that movement and connection to breath to body we find this dynamic ever-changing inner alignment because we are in relationship and in conversation with our own being with our own body Michelle goes on and she says, aligning with ourselves is the essence of various forms of daily practice, whether it be meditation, movement, prayer, ritual, or simply being present to the dawn of each day. Embodiment, she says, are tools of the body, breath, and brain. It's one of our most accessible, no cost, always available resources for personal connection and alignment that begins within and ripples out into the world personal transformation and the cultivation of leadership clarity and purpose especially in times of global transformation which we are in begin with alignment of ourselves through mindful embodiment she says in terms of alignment it's not about the outer form where we are in space or a shape to fit ourselves into that's an outdated definition of alignment embodied alignment is an inside job of neuromuscular coordination biomechanical relationships fascial integration force transmission and distribution balanced stability and mobility appropriate tone tension compression relaxation and awareness and i like this i find this really inspiring when we are aligned with ourselves she says with our values and our purpose we know our true selves and can express our authenticity with confidence and joy living in alignment with your soul purpose and contributing to something larger than yourself brings some of life's greatest fulfillment this inspiration is contagious to others magnetizing others who share our values this contributes to overall well-being, physical vitality, mental clarity, and emotional radiance. Feeling that we are contributing in a meaningful way brings us inner peace and satisfaction and a greater sense of making a positive impact. And I want to add that having purpose, because I've definitely explored this topic recently myself, having purpose doesn't mean something specific we don't have to know exactly what our purpose is for me it's more of a desire to be a part of bringing goodness to the world to just being a small part of this collective growth collective shift in awareness a small part of bringing more goodness more wellness more kindness, more connection, more empathy, more love to this world. So your sole purpose, you don't have to go searching for it. It can be that simple. So she says, how do we align with ourselves? And I connect and agree with her a lot in this, in that we align with ourselves when we are not just in physical health and nervous system regulation, but also about grounding ourselves in leadership, clarity, energy, and purpose. That alignment through personal practice is a path to transformation, not just for the individual, but for the collective good. 
And aligning with ourselves is about reflecting about what that purpose is in the big picture and in the day-to-day, how we want to live each day. And especially in these times, as she says, of upheaval, uncertainty, and times of immense growth, which we've been in for years, and we especially felt it during the pandemic and through all of these, you know, just disconcerting political environments and what seems like very uncertain futures, that the path of embodiment is the greatest resource we have to return again and again to ourselves. And for me, this is so true. Every day, that's why I'm committed to a daily practice. My morning practice is so essential. Getting up early, ideally with the sun before my sun wakes up, and doing some things that just attend to the needs of my body, the basic things, the hygienic things, and the things, the Ayurvedic things I do, like scraping my tongue and drinking my big ginger lemon water, and then getting on my mat for breath work, for a little meditation, and then for movement, a yoga type movement practice, or a dance practice, or sometimes it, you know, it looks different each day. Sometimes it's weights, sometimes it's rolling around sometimes it's shaking sometimes it's tapping but this daily practice of connecting to my body my path of embodiment is truly my number one resource for reconnecting to my why to my purpose and to being centered and grounded enough to live in a way that's responsive to the world not reactive to it that is acting from what I believe, you know, are my values rather than just reacting to every new challenge and stress that comes my way. And this aligns with what Michelle says in her article, ultimately alignment isn't a destination, but a journey, a continuous process of self-reflection, learning, and action. It's about striving to live in harmony with oneself, others, and the planet contributing to a future that is more just, equitable, and sustainable for all. So this there, much of what I shared today, um, some of it was me just speaking, inspired by these ideas and this article, and some of it I read from this article by Michelle called Alignment. And I'll link it in the show notes. Michelle and I will be teaming up for some various offerings this year. In fact, I'll be a guest teacher in her upcoming offering called Align. It's uh, online February 21st through 24th. She'll be teaching more about these topics of alignment and embodiment, and I'll be sharing a bit of Ayurveda's wisdom on daily practices. She'll be offering another online three-day event in March, and then she's gearing up for a big deep dive program, online program, a little bit later in the year. I'm also inviting her as a guest on my upcoming yoga immersion and yoga teacher training. So I'll connect you with her website and her upcoming event in the show notes. And I'd also love to connect with you. You can connect with me at lilyrussoyoga.com. You can join me for my regular weekly yoga classes or online classes if you're not local. You can find those on my website. And you can join 
one of my retreats, such as the Spring Radiance Retreat coming up in Sedona, May 10th through 13th. I'll be teaming up with my friend and colleague, fellow yogini and Ayurvedic wellness coach, Jackie Just. We'll be leading a fun weekend of Ayurveda. We'll be teaching Ayurvedic cooking. We'll be eating well. We'll be hiking in the beautiful Sedona Red Rocks. We'll, of course, be doing embodiment yoga, breath, and meditation practices. And it's in a beautiful location, a big, beautiful house. It is limited. It's going to be a small and intimate retreat. You can check it out at awakenedheart.org. You can also find out more there about other retreats I have coming up, such as Wild Heart Women's Gathering, August 23rd through 26th. And you can really dive deep with me either one-on-one in Ayurvedic wellness consultations or in small group trainings, live trainings in person in Mancus, the 100-hour yoga and Ayurveda immersion starting in July which also is a hybrid into a 200-hour yoga teacher training to really become your own teacher and share these, these wisdom traditions with others to really learn how to align yourself with these embodied practices and with this ancient wisdom. Thank you so much for being connected, for listening. I would love to hear from you how you're enjoying the show Or if you'd like to work with me, please reach out. I wish you all peace. I wish you all calm and health and a feeling of being aligned with yourself today.